better power up. You're the boom beetle. I could use that arsenal right about now. God, you never ask. Because these pups are out of the pound. Reds, you can learn how beautiful it can be when you're off the leash. This beer is making me dizzy. It's about to get real dizzy up in this. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, August 18th to Sunday, August 20th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Once a ranger, always a ranger. EW exclusively revealed on Thursday that original Blue Power Ranger actor David Yost is joining the cast of Power Rangers Cosmic Fury. Just months after putting the spandex back on for the scripted 30th anniversary reunion special Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always, Yost is returning as a series regular for the first time since his departure in the middle of season four, Power Rangers Zeo, in 1996. Yost's Billy Cranston, seen in the exclusive premiere of the Cosmic Fury title sequence at EW.com, will now fight alongside the Dino Fury Rangers as they evolve into the Cosmic Fury Rangers for season 30 of the beloved franchise, which has been reinvented or morphed more than 20 times. Power Rangers Cosmic Fury's 10-episode season will debut September 29th on Netflix. David Harbour is teasing that the final season of Stranger Things will feature solid send-offs for at least five of its major characters. The actor, who stars as Hawkins police chief turned interdimensional monster slayer Jim Hopper, revealed on the Happy Sad Confused podcast that the final season, which has been delayed due to the WGA strike, will feature satisfying conclusions for his character, as well as Eleven, Joyce, Will, and Mike. Harbour told host Josh Horowitz in an interview recorded prior to the start of the SAG-AFTRA strike, quote, It'll take a while to shoot, which will be tough since we can't get started yet, but it is what it is. I'm excited to go back. I'm excited to wrap it up in a bold, amazing way. I'm excited to really swing with this character because you know they're going to pay off these OG characters. Eleven, Hopper, Joyce, Will, Mike. They're going to pay them off in big ways because they've lived with you for the past eight years. Earlier in the interview, Harbour confirmed that he received the final season scripts prior to the start of the WGA strike, and he seemed to suggest that season five won't start directly after the catastrophic events of the last season, which saw Max in a coma and the upside down leaking into Hawkins. And Michael Lewis, the author of the best-selling book that inspired the Oscar-winning sports drama The Blind Side, is responding to former NFL player Michael Orr's allegations that the wealthy family who took him in as a teen dishonestly cashed in on his life story. In an interview with The Washington Post published Thursday, Lewis contended that Ower should blame Hollywood rather than Sean and Leanne Tui over allegations that he didn't receive profits from the movie. Lewis told the newspaper, quote, Everybody should be mad at the Hollywood studio system. Michael Ower should join the writer's strike. It's outrageous how Hollywood accounting works, but the money is not in the Tui's pockets. Lewis's book and the 2009 movie tell the story of Ower, an unhoused black teenager who grew up in poverty before being taken in by the white Tui's. In a petition filed Monday in Tennessee court, however, Ower alleged that the Tui's never adopted him, but instead tricked him into a conservatorship to obtain 
obtain legal authority to make business deals in his name. Ower also claimed the Tuies and their two birth children each received $225,000 plus 2.5% of the movie's net proceeds, while he received nothing. Ower is asking for a termination of the conservatorship and to bar the family from using his name and likeness, as well as an accounting of profits the family earned while, quote, exploiting his name. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Everything is changing on the season premiere of this weekend's number five pick, Sister Wives. Last season, Christine Brown left her husband, Cody. Now, the aftermath is definitely awkward, and plans for the holidays are turning out to be harder to organize than previously thought. Here's a sneak peek at Christine and Cody meeting for the first time since their divorce. Seeing Christine for the first time is like, hey, how are you? Well, it's a little uncomfortable, but um, hope you're doing well. I feel so betrayed after all that I have done for this marriage, and then to have her sort of talk me to the kids, I kind of feel like, in my heart, I just never want to see her again. And I want to spend some time hating her. Anyway, you wanted to talk about Christmas. Holidays, right? Christmas, Holidays. okay. Okay. Um, so I was thinking about leaving a couple of days after Christmas. So like the 27th, we're gonna drive down so we'll be here for a few days between Christmas and New Year's. Can you guys test in Utah? So even though you had COVID and everything, you still want us to test? Well, Aurora hasn't had COVID. And she's... <laughs> Wait, seriously? No, so everyone no, got, got it but Aurora? Nope, she never oh. got it. Yeah, isn't that trippy? I haven't talked to Cody about COVID. I really honestly forgot how concerned he is about it. You, you travel here, you get here, you take the test. Okay. What I'd like to do is have them come over. If they can, stay close. Go see everybody else after so okay. that we've got them just solid. Then they're just going to go up to Robin's house, and I'll just go over to the rental and just hang out with Janelle and the kids. I'm not going to go to Robin's, no. No, let's, no. Why? Um, I, when Janelle told us that she and her kids are going to do Christmas separate from us, it, it broke my heart. I was very sad to hear it. Well, sounds like that might cause some problems. See how it all plays out on the season premiere of Sister Wives, Sunday night at 10 on TLC. Some secrets are never meant to be shared. Our next pick is the series debut of Shelter, the new prime video mystery series based on the book of the same name by Harlan Coben. It follows Mickey, a teen boy who's moved to a new town in an attempt to escape his traumatic past and the memories he has of his father dying in a car crash. He finds new friends in the intelligent Spoon and mysterious Emma, who help him uncover some truths behind the disappearance of a local girl named Ashley. Here's a preview. I saw an old lady with, like, long gray hair. She called out my name, and she said my dad was still alive. What? And I know it can't be true because I watched him die. Nikki, you can lean on me. You have people. Hey, I'm Ashley. Nice to meet you. I'm Mickey. Is she your girlfriend? No, no. I'm going to take this dumpster. 
Did you guys hear about Ashley? She was supposed to be here yesterday, but she never came. Maybe she's in serious trouble. What were you even doing at that house? You know about Batlady? She's our town boogeyman. She only comes out at night, and she steals children, and she eats them. I'm kidding. You need to drop it, Mickey. You know I can't walk away. He couldn't save his dad. So he's got to save Ashley. Someone would have to enter through this thing out here. I want to do that. I can't remember from claustrophobic. No, I'm, I'm not claustrophobic. I'm not. Do you want me to shove you in a locker so we can find out? I, I remembered I actually am claustrophobic. Isn't that funny? This butterfly was connected to your dad and to Ashley. You think he's ready for the truth? He's not ready. We're gonna dig up my father's grave. What are we gonna find? Everybody has secrets, Mickey. If we could get all the security footage the day Ashley disappeared... Yeah, it would definitely be really hard to download every second of every surveillance camera the day Ashley disappeared. I downloaded every second from every surveillance camera on the day Ashley disappeared. How'd you You're serious? Well, now, I'm not condoning hacking, but that certainly helps them out, eh? But that aside, in their sleuthing, Mickey and the gang might actually dig up some unexpected information about his own dark family history. Shelter is streaming now on Prime Video with the first three episodes. They'll always have summer. Our number three pick this weekend is the season finale of The Summer I Turned Pretty. In last week's episode, Belly's mom, Laurel, comes to the rescue and with one final push, and Julia decides to once and for all back out of selling the cousin's beach house. Belly and the gang are elated, naturally, but now Conrad has one final exam to take before he can transfer to his dream school, Stanford, so they pull an all-nighter to help him study. But nothing can prepare him for the schooling he's about to receive when he walks in on Belly and Jeremiah sharing a passionate kiss. Take a listen to Gavin Casaleño, who plays Jeremiah, and Lola Tung, who plays Belly, chat with author Jenny Han about that fateful moment. So, guys, there's like a pretty big kiss. Is there? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the episode. Oh. Uh, that one. Right. I think it's it's cool in this story because it shows like how committed she is to Jeremiah. It just kind of shows her choice and and like how far they've grown in their maturity. I think every time I know what's gonna happen, and I've watched it so many times, but when Conrad shows up there, you hear that like <clears throat> it's so like ah like yeah right yeah no I mean just being in the in the character's headspace, it's like oh what's the bigger betrayal. Well, I think for Jeremiah, is, is kind of like it's fair game. Like, like as far as he knows, like their relationship is over. over. Well, that aside, today's season finale is titled Love Triangle, so we are sure to see the fallout from Belly and Jer's summer fling and makeout sesh that Conrad ruined. Womp womp. The season finale of The Summer I Turned Pretty is streaming now on Prime Video.
It's trivia time. The DC movie Blue Beetle flies into theaters this weekend. More on that in just a few. The movie stars George Lopez as Uncle Rudy Reyes and Harvey Gann as Dr. Sanchez, alongside, of course, a cast of very lively characters. But this is not the first project that both Lopez and Gian have appeared on. On which of the following shows did the two actors star in an episode together? Lopez versus Lopez, Harley Quinn or Big Mouth? Stick around for the answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Now, normally this is the portion of our weekend episode where we feature our soundbite of the week, but this one's a little bit different. It's more so a highlight of the week, and it comes from this week's episode of Only Murders in the Building, and one particular scene that just blew us away. It's a musical number where Meryl Streep's Loretta and Ashley Park's Kimber sing an original song called Look for the Light, written by Sarah Bareilles, Benj Pasek, and Justin Paul specifically for the show. Take a listen to this snippet. They're putting the rough in rated R. Our number two pick this weekend is the movie Strays. The raunchy comedy stars Will Ferrell as the voice of a sweet border terrier named Reggie. He was abandoned by his owner Doug, and now with the help of Jamie Foxx's street stray bug, Reggie is seeking revenge. They embark on a foul-mouthed and drug-filled journey to take Doug down. Here's a preview. Hi there, uh, big dogs. I'm trying to get home. I know which way that is. Oh, great. Right up my ass. Oh, no, that can't be right. This beer doesn't taste good, but I like how it's making me feel. I recently this couch. Best sex of my life. And she dirty, too. No, oh, well, I, I can tell. Looks like she hasn't been washed in years. I'll see you later, baby. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really should find my way back home. Any places, landmarks you remember? I remember the devil in the sky. Look at that in hell, mother son of a dumb smile, those pants. Rip your off and make you what? Stupid hat. 
were completely lost, and my little puppy paw pads are really hurting right now. This could be a lot worse. How could this get worse? Ah! Hold on, buddy! Ah! Holy That is the craziest thing I have ever seen. And I'm Dennis Quaid, and Dennis Quaid has seen some how many of these should we eat? Mm -hmm. All of them? Give me a sec. Whoa. You look different. You look different too. How so? Is it my human hands? Hold up. The cops. Oh, God. What do we do? Calm down. I got this. Hello, officer. None of us. Shut the f up. Well, you also heard there, along for the ride, an Australian shepherd, Maggie, voiced by Isla Fisher, and a Great Dane named Hunter, voiced by Randall Park. These canines, let me tell you, they are causing some chaos. The movie is absurdly funny and not for the kids. Strays is in theaters now. Hear what all that buzz is about? It's our number one pick, of course. The DC movie Blue Beetle centers on Jaime Reyes, a recent college graduate who returns home to be with his family. He acquires an ancient alien relic that actually harnesses more technologically advanced power than the world has ever seen. It's called the Scarab, and it gives Jaime a super strong exoskeleton with the power to fly and destroy anything in its path. Have a listen to the trailer. Okay, I want to fly. Force it to come out. What do you? You're a genius. Well, I know. But what I say? No, no, wait, no, no, wait, no, no. Oh. Did you know what was gonna happen to my brother when you stuck him with this world-destroying thing? It's called the scarab. I had no idea it would activate. It has to choose you. So how do we get it to unchoose me? Host acquired. Who said that? Systems checking. Three, okay, two, okay. one. Oh, tell, baby. I was down, but they see I'm government is going to do when they figure out that some kid has this military tech. Bust it down, bust it down. We are going to change the world with the power of the scarab. It belongs to me. Watch out, watch out. Oh, he's pissed. Listen to me! Uptown, baby. You got the wrong guy! I'm a nobody! But I swear! I was down when they see I'm up now, baby. The world is a place to protect. I have an arsenal at my disposal. Anything, please! Watch and learn, Jaime. Whoa. Whatever you can imagine, I can create. Yeah, that's more like it. Oh, yeah! That love you feel for your family makes you weak. You're wrong. My family? That's what makes me strong. Oh, I forgot how bad it looks. 
Target to family. Sorry, my mom. Jaime? You are a superhero, cabron. Y'all take shots, y'all aim up. Whoa! You're the blue beetle. That could use that arsenal right about now! God, you never ask. Hell yeah! Uh, becoming Blue Beetle is unpredictable and dangerous, but Jaime has to fight for his family and the fate of his community. Jaime, by the way, played by Cobra Kai standout Sholomar Arduena. Blue Beetle is in theaters now. Finally, this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. On which of the following shows did George Lopez and Harvey Guillen star in an episode together? Lopez versus Lopez, Harley Quinn, or Big Mouth? That would be George's show, Lopez versus Lopez. The two actors have both, by the way, voiced characters on the animated series Harley Quinn, but just not in the same episode. And that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.